0: Something so unique about the LGBTQ community has become this cult, and it's so captivating. And it pulls people in so strongly, unlike anything we've ever seen. Um, and they, they brainwash um, people to join, and they convince them of all of these things, um, and it's really, really hard to get out of it. It's really difficult. And, and there are studies on this. Like there have been, there's been a lot of reporting on this about people, uh, parents who are like, you know, my child is is starting to say, you know, that they're non-binary or transgender or whatever. And how, what do I do? How do I, how do I stop this? And it's really, really difficult. It, it's, it's unlike anything we've ever seen, I think. Um, it's extremely poisonous. But do you see a spiritual component to any of this? um <laughs> you don't have to answer that if you don't want yeah i don't i don't know well i do i do. i, think, I don't think this makes sense at all no it, it makes it doesn't make any sense um and i think i think they're just i think they're evil um and and sometimes we try to we try to to um to break it down a lot and you know we we discuss like why this is happening what's happening and Whatever. And I think sometimes the simplest answer is like, they're just evil. They're bad people. They're just evil people. And they want to, and they want to groom kids. Yeah. They're recruiting. All
1: right. Welcome back. It is Friday. Thank God. I definitely want this week to be over, (laughs) at least for me. It has been uh, a rough week. Uh, All right. Tucker Carlson, the. What he's talking about, it does relate to where I'm about to go with this. A New York Times piece came out by Peyton Thomas that is suggesting that Louisa May Alcott may have identified either as a transgender or non-binary. In the article, Dr. uh, Gregory Ellison, or uh, Alessian, who is quoted, the, quoted by the outlet, and this was written in the New York Times, uh, was certain that the author of the well-known book identified as non-binary and that she never fit a binary sex gender model. Thompson, or Thomas, sorry, cited journal entries from Alcott that read, I longed to be a man, and I was born in a boy's nature, a boy's spirit, and a boy's wrath. Thomas also cites a quote that reads, I am more than half persuaded that I am a man's soul, but by some freak of nature <clears throat> put into a woman's body. But others assert Alcott may have just have identified as a lesbian. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, with the author being quoted as saying, I have fallen in love in my life with so many pretty girls and have never once have been least bit with any man. All right, why do I bring this up? You know, it's so easy. I can take anything that anybody wrote. I mean, I don't care what she identified as. That, that's not even the point of this. I don't, I don't care if she was a lesbian. I don't care what she did in her personal life. There's no documentation of any of it. So you're going to take, now, this is a fictional writer. You're going to take things written down on paper. It could have been any ideas could have been anything she was writing. You're going to take it, and you're going to take little sections. You're going to chop them up, and you're going to piece them together to try to achieve a goal, to achieve an agenda. You have no idea what it was written for. It's out of context. You don't give us the complete context of it. You're giving us little bits and pieces. Then you want it to fit your agenda so that way, since you're a transgender and you're looking for some type of acceptance or you're looking for something deeper to try to prove to the world that whatever you are doing to yourself is is the right way, you're going to try to find and hang on and attach to anything that you can in the past. It's easy to do in the past because there's nobody here from that time that could challenge what you have to say. There's nobody here that can say, no, absolutely not. She was not that way. And people spoke different back then. There are plenty of girls who love their pretty girlfriends, not in a sexual manner. That is just their girlfriends. They fall in love with them because they are their friends. They're wonderful people. They have a bonding, not in a sexual way. How do you know you're not taking out of context what was said there? Again, I don't care if she was. If she was, that is, that, that's what she was. But since we don't have any documented proof of it, And you're only going by scribbles in a book that could have easily been hurt, dribbling down thoughts to write another great story. But instead of just taking it for what it is, you want to attach it to your agenda to try to prove a point and make you invalidate yourself or whatever you think you're doing by making this. People just tend to do this all the time. How many stars have you seen that have passed away? Never once did you hear anything about them being uh, transgender, homosexual, anything. And then all of a sudden, once they pass away and there's nobody to really challenge the notion, somebody somewhere comes out and says, oh, yes, yes, they definitely were. There was an encounter that my uh, uncle's third cousin's dog told me about. And and that is the way it is. It's really easy to do that when there's no challenge. And the problem with people are now, people nowadays don't dig very deep and they don't care to find the right information. So they'll just hear that and take it at face value and say, oh my God, did you know that person X was actually this? When factually, they have nothing to back that statement up. The person that told it to you has no problem, has no solid facts to back it up. You have no facts to back it up. Now you're just repeating Mindless dribble. And the second point I want to go to here is simply this. Once again, here is an accomplished author, an American-born female writer in the late 1800s. In her time, it was even hard to be published as as a woman. A lot of women at that time, because of the way things used to be, would publish under different names and use a surname because... They, they wouldn't get their book published if people knew it was a woman. Publishing houses didn't want a woman there because they felt like it was unsellable. You know, they weren't going to make any money because people didn't take women seriously back then, which shows you how far we have come. But it does sound familiar, like in the Arab countries. So we're going to take this accomplished American who was a hard worker, who came from a poor family, uh, worked most of her life. In the 30 years with her, living with her father, she moved 22 times in 30 years. You can look these facts up if you'd like. Um, she worked hard. Writing was her outlet. That's where she poured out what her frustrations were, at least from what is being told. I'm sure at that time it probably was so. You know, you didn't have entertainment like we have now. You certainly didn't have social media. You didn't have the apps. You didn't have uh, telephones. You didn't have uh, televisions. <laughs> I mean, it was written letters. It was records. It was live bands. Yeah, they, you, you didn't have a whole lot of entertainment and you had a whole lot of ways to let things out and bottled up. So lots of people would keep diaries and they'd pour their feelings out onto it, which would make them feel better. Um, but you take this accomplished woman, and she is a woman, okay. and now you're going to use her for political gain. So once again, a woman that, regardless of her sexual orientation... She achieved something in those times that for a woman was uh, rare. Okay, I'm not saying it was impossible because women did do it, but it was very rare. So she achieved something very rare, and we're going to try to strip her of that now. 150 years later, because it fits an agenda. Now, 150 years later, instead of being a strong female writer of the time, revolutionary in her time, doing something that 99.9% of women could never pull off at that time being an accomplished writer creating little women that's her if you don't know who this is that's her her main book uh, little women um accomplished writer a, a story that is a classic over time now uh, the, how many movies have they made little women uh, my, my god there is a movie every Uh, Didn't they just come out with one? I think my daughter just mentioned to me, yeah, dad, I think they just had a new one in like 2018. I mean, we haven't stopped remaking it because it's such a fantastic story. I personally have never read it nor have I seen the movie, but something can't be that fantastic if it's redone that many times. Okay. But you're taking this lady with this huge accomplishment and you're going to try to give it to a man saying that she wasn't actually a woman. She was more of a man. I mean, is that where we're going? Because it's just, I'm tired. Yeah, I got to tell you, I'm tired. I have no stock in this. I am not a woman. I'm a man. On all accounts, you would think that like, why should I care? Hey, we're the best. Woohoo! yeah, sure, man, we're going. No, what I'm watching is the destruction of women in society, just like I'm watching the destruction of children in society. On Tucker, which was the uh, audio I played you in the beginning, you know they, they were talking about the evil uh, that these people have that are grooming, that are going after, and they're sexualizing children, and they're grooming children. Uh, what I saw when I read this article, you know, I'm tired of seeing the destruction of women in sports. I mean, in, in every accomplishment possible. In beauty, you're going to give a beauty award to a man, woman of the year to a man, Athlete of the year to a man. These are all supposed to be titles held by women to give them accomplishments and achievements uh, to to really uh, immortalize them throughout history. You look back, this lady 150 years later, fantastic author. We still talk about her. We still remake, remake her movies today. So slowly over time, if we take all of this away from women and you replace that with a man, in the end, it'll only ever be men. And I have a hard time, because I'm so frustrated with it, wrapping my mind around people don't understand what we are all trying to say to them. You are erasing women. The feminists, how is, where are the feminists? This is the biggest attack on women in centuries. I mean, you're talking about women that came through Everything, being a second class citizen, not even being allowed to vote, didn't want to teach him to read or write, only can stay at the house, you weren't entitled to do any other work, you're just a mother and you do the work at the house and dad goes out to work. We came from that to the right to vote, to the right to go out and have your own career, to being even men and women equal. We've come that far and now we are starting to. Down the other path. Now we're going to start to regress. And now we're going to say men are better than women at everything. Including being women. At some point the madness has to stop. At some point you even as a liberal. Have to look at your feminist groups. And you have to say to them. "Yeah, Why aren't you standing up for that? Because then you're going to find out something you don't want to know. And what you don't want to know is. It's all politically driven. They don't actually care about women's rights. They don't care about what's good for women. They care about a political agenda. You are a, a distant thought, if anything. So even liberals or independents, you have to start looking at your Me Too people and all your feminist organizations and going, why aren't you stopping any of this? Why aren't you stopping them in sports? Why aren't you? Why aren't you at the Capitol raising hell? When the woman of the year is uh, the man, Rachel, Rachel Levin. <laughs> I got, yeah, definitely ain't winning no beauty awards there. Because <laughs> that's, that is one ugly creep. I got to tell you, <laughs> long hair, short hair, don't care. I mean, that is something ugly right there. I don't know anybody in the world that wakes up next to that and would be happy. I think most people would be like, okay, I need a 38 caliber and a gun real quick and in a hurry. <laughs> because that, that is something ugly. But when when are we going to return to some type of normalcy here? When, when is reality going to start hitting some of these people and and letting them understand? And when are you going to start understanding, if that is your belief, that this is okay, that you are literally erasing women? You don't think so today. Oh, women have all these different titles. It's just here and it's just there. Yeah, give it a couple decades. Here and there. Eventually, there will be no women holding any titles anymore. In 100 years from now, women will have been erased. Men have only ever done everything. Men are better at everything. It's madness. It's got to stop. The LGBTQ thing that she was talking about in the beginning, that's a whole different uh, uh, conversation to have, which we will have. Uh, uh, That's just getting more and more disturbing. Now, Joe Biden... I was out because, uh, <laughs> the kids got sick and yeah, yeah, just like any mom and dad. And when, you know, your kids are sick, you know, you're, hey, you're helping clean up everything. And it's just, it's a guarantee. It rare is a day that you can somehow get away from it once it's in the house. And what, <clears throat> excuse me, once you get it, it is what it is. Joe Biden, uh, decided during that winter blast that we were getting around Christmas, that him and his wife are going to take off and go to the Virgin Islands while I think uh, last time I checked, it was up to 70 people have frozen to death and they died from the winter storm. He's going to go down where it's nice and warm in the Caribbean, maybe ride a bicycle if he can <laughs> or, or, or not. Yeah, maybe, maybe he'll show us a different way to get off a bicycle. Maybe instead of, you know, putting the kickstand down, I don't even have kickstands anymore. It's been a long time since I've on a bike. Uh, but put the kickstand down and get off, or maybe you just get off the way he does. You sit there and you basically lay down on your side real hard and <laughs> you crawl out from under it. But him and his wife are going to go down there and, uh, stay nice and warm and make up an excuse that it's the holidays for them to stay warm while everybody else is freezing their butts off up North. And, uh, He's not getting too much, not not getting too much static about it, which I find interesting, because I, I know that you know, my memory may not be you know the best at time to time here, but I do remember that Ted Cruz caught a lot of crap when he decided to take his family, and I think he went to Cancun, if I'm correct, or, or in that area in general. And kept his family warm when all of their green energy failed because the fans froze, and they had all that loss of power in Texas, and they really hammered him. <clears throat> How could he? How could he leave? <clears throat> Sorry, I just had to cut that off and come back on. I uh, went to a fit there. <laughs> How could he leave uh, during such a uh, an emergency like that? <clears throat> People are freezing. And, and look at him, he thinks he's somebody special and he's got this status. And he can fly out of Texas and he can go keep warm somewhere else while people are dying. Well, you could say that about a senator. Well, now this is the president of the United States. So now you're doing the same thing. But I ain't hearing too many people complain about it. I'm not hearing too many people on the left say much about it. Why aren't you saying anything about it? If it was a problem for Ted Cruz, it certainly should be a problem for Joe Biden. Ted Cruz is in charge of one state. Not necessarily in charge, but represents one state. Joe Biden supposedly represents all the rest, (laughs) plus Texas. So it's not a problem that Sleepy Creepy, and they're taking him down there for a little R&R, keep nice and warm, keep body lubed up while everybody's dying, while, while the people that he's responsible for are dying. That's okay. Nobody says anything about it. That's because Joe Biden don't care, and the Democrats don't care. They didn't care about Ted Cruz doing it either because they do the same thing, and you're seeing it. This is it right here. It's a, you see it for yourself. Okay. So next time you hear the Democrats complain about something that somebody else does, just know that they'll do the same thing, except they're not going to make a big fuss about it when they do it because they're entitled to do it. But when one of their opponents do it, it's a problem. You yeah, well, know, yeah, if, if a conservative or a Republican does it, oh boy, you better believe it's front page news. But when Sleepy Creepy gets to take a little little break, a little R&R and go down there and watch people die, it's all good. You know, there's no, nothing to see here. Just Just move on, pass on by. Nothing to see here. That's yeah, just the way. That's just the way Democrats are. That's the way they operate. That's the way they've always operated, and that is not going to change any time in the near future. As a matter of fact, the new class of Democrats that are coming in, which is this more progressive style Democrat, are worse than that because they are being uh, more than that. They feel they're entitled, is they are just completely ignorant. And the I mean, the, you have the stupidest class of people coming in right now. You have socialists. And anybody that's a socialist, if you're a Marxist, if you're a socialist, if you're a communist, you're a damn fool. I mean, in every sense of that word, you are a fool. So I hope Joe Biden enjoys his time down there. You know, I know the American people definitely are come second to a little, little vacation. I know that they don't mean that much to him. I don't think they mean anything to him at all. As a matter of fact, I think the American people mean... Pretty much nothing to Joe Biden. It's just about how much money he can milk out of Ukraine and China, and how much he can harm the American people, how much power he can grab, and then he can just shove it right back in your face by doing pulling stunts like this. But nothing said about it. Amazing how that works, isn't it? I'd like to continue. I actually had another story, but I've had to stop this multiple times just because uh, my, <clears throat> my throat is uh, not cooperating. Let's say that, but I wanted to get into, if you get an opportunity, you should definitely read this article, uh, 10 Major Revelations Exposing the Extent of Government Pressure on Big Tech to Censor Americans, Just the News, fantastic article, it's a little bit lengthy, but absolutely worth the read, so go to justthenews.com, look that one up, I was going to talk about it, but if you read it for yourself, why hear it secondhand when you can get it firsthand? You know, all you're going to get from me maybe is some stupid comment. <laughs> Besides that. I'm so. um, glad we'll be uh, back in the saddle again for Monday. I want to wish everybody a happy new year. I know that uh, new Year's coming up. Get ready to make your new year's resolution, uh, whether it's weight loss or smoking cigarettes, not cursing, going to church more, whatever it is. Try to stick to it for longer than, <laughs> longer than a week this year. It'll it, uh, probably be a good thing. But uh, I wish you all the happiest new year, and uh, we will do it again on Monday.